Today, we continue our series, Beats Me, which gives you the chance to pose questions to our beat reporters. This morning, we take a look at the impact of using loaded words, such as labels that describe certain areas of Milwaukee. WUWM's race and ethnicity reporter Taryn Powell has the story. Inner city is a term that may ignite many thoughts. I found one dictionary definition that says the inner city is the usually older, poorer, and more densely populated central section of a city. And I found a travel site that two years ago advised people visiting Milwaukee to stay away from certain areas in the inner city, including the northern part of the city. It's this kind of language that has one of our listeners calling for a stop in using the label inner city. I've always kind of resented the fact that uh, most of the labeling comes from the press and from suburbanites. And one of them that's particularly annoying is inner city because the implication. For some insight on the topic, I sat down with Dr. Pat Mays, an English professor at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. She says there's referential meaning in language. You might understand it as the denotation. So that would be like the literal meaning. Then there's social and affective meanings that have subtle meanings and connotations. Mays says speakers may not always be fully aware of the impact. But she says connotations behind inner city or north side are a good example of how language can change over time. We might have started using north side as a kind of a literal in a literal way to refer to a particular area of the city, but then through use and associations with certain kinds of negative things like crime, police activity, then these words can take on negative meaning. So who's responsible for creating those associations? Keith Woods of NPR thinks the media play a huge role. He's vice president of Newsroom Training and Diversity. In communities, when you say inner city, which is a geographic location, too often we are not talking about a geographic location at all, but the race and class of the people who live in a community. And until we stop using those code words and simply say what we mean, like, you know, in this case of inner city, what people are saying is poor and black or brown. Until you start saying it straight up, the language will continue to be encoded. And when you encode language that way, you create a sense of us and them. Woods says that can have larger sociological and societal consequences. So what do people who live in what some consider the inner city think about the label? I visited the Sherman Phoenix, a hub of black-owned businesses, on Fond du Lac Avenue to find out. Some say they avoid the term because of its negative implications. For instance, that it pertains to underprivileged or under-resourced communities. Evan Figures says she associates the label with poverty and says people who aren't from the area probably think the same. The inner city is where we get all the bad media and the bad exposure. Selena Red, who lives near Rufus King High School, says there are preconceived notions about people who live on the north side, that people are hopeless, jobless, or uneducated. But she says she doesn't take it personally when she hears the term inner city. There's a sense, especially in the city, of division. So segregation is so serious in the city. And I think we often, um, we buy into those preconceived notions and that, you know, if we move to the suburbs, we've made it or whatever. But the same issues that happen in the city of Milwaukee are happening in the suburbs. Just don't hear about it. 
Red says these terms can be problematic, but only because people give them power, and they don't have to. So what can we do? Changing language and its meanings doesn't happen overnight. But being aware of the implications of what we say can be a first step in the right direction. Taryn Powell, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Race and Ethnicity Reporting is provided by The Doman Company.